blown the snow into drifted banks of several feet high. Temperatures are expected to be in the 60s in Denver this weekend. The Vatican delivers disappointing news for same-sex couples. It says the Catholic Church cannot bless same-sex unions because God, quote, cannot bless sin. Pope Francis signed off on the response. In New Zealand... Mourners rang the peace bell to remember the 51 Muslim worshippers killed in a mass shooting in Christchurch. S&P futures are down one right now. Dow futures ahead 62. This is CBS News. Switch to T-Mobile for business and get an amazing deal on your business plan. Stop in-store today for details. Terms and conditions apply. See T-Mobile.com for more. Panera's new flatbread pizzas are here. But to our new chef, Klaus, they're not just pizzas, they're masterpieces. Because it's not just cheese, it's hot and melty mozzarella and fontina cheese. It's not just sauce, it's market tomato red bell pepper sauce. And it's not just toppings, it's fresh mozzarella, basil, and grape tomatoes. Mmm. Taste our delicious new flatbread pizzas today. Order online for pickup or delivery. Panera. Restrictions apply. This is Renee. Happy to be here. She's not some influencer. She's more of a groundbreaker, turning her four-acre lot into a little slice of heaven behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor. Renee runs with us because the most important job is the next one. That's all I got. Nothing runs like a deer. Get a 1 Series tractor for just $99 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315. A resort in the Bahamas has a unique pandemic offer. CBS's Matt Piper has the details. Guests of Baja Mar who test positive for COVID-19 while staying at the resort can either get a free private plane ride to the U.S. or a complimentary two-week stay. Located on the island of New Providence in the Bahamas, guests who choose to stay at the resort will be placed in a courtesy suite to quarantine and get a dining credit of $150 per person per day for up to 14 days or until the guest tests negative. If a guest wants to leave the Bahamas upon testing positive, the resort will pay for private air travel to the continental U.S. for them and their immediate family. The March Madness brackets are out. The overall number one seed is Gonzaga with the Bulldogs heading up the West region, and why not? 26-0 on the year. Greg Gumbel on CBS, other top seeds in the NCAA tourney, Baylor, Illinois, and Michigan. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is an advertisement paid on attorney spokesperson Ricky LeBlanc admitted in Massachusetts only. Sokolov Law LLC, Chestnut Hill, Mass. Paul J. Morgan, Winter Park, Florida. Greg Hobby, New Jersey. Michael Bro Gonzalez admitted Louisiana. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, most cases of this type are referred to other attorneys for principal responsibility. Mesothelioma. If you know what mesothelioma is, you or someone you love has likely been affected by this devastating cancer. You may be entitled to compensation. Call Sokolov Law today. 1-800-578-2400. The only known cause of mesothelioma is asbestos exposure. Thousands of U.S. veterans and trade workers are at risk for the disease. Nearly $30 billion in court-ordered trusts has been set aside to pay money to asbestos victims. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma, call now. You may be able to receive compensation without ever going to court or filing a lawsuit. Call for a free legal consultation at 1-800-578-2400. That's 1-800-578-2400. 1-800-578-2400. 
Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Are you ready for an upgrade for your home? Then check out Superior Renovations in Albany for all your home improvement needs. Superior Renovations is a family-owned business of over 20 years specializing in bathroom and kitchen remodelings. Superior Renovations is committed to superior quality and results. For your free estimate, call 740-517-8795. Great references and great prices available for your next project. Superior Renovations, 27480 Old State Route 346 in Albany. Have you experienced foot or ankle pain during or after sports, running, or exercising at the gym? Nagging aches in your foot or ankle that won't go away? Podiatric physicians can provide you with important foot care solutions, shoe inserts, or show you how to support your feet and ankles so you're able to compete or exercise comfortably. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and have been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. We espouse a home-based model because uh, really it allows us to get to know the client and the situations that they live in and their family dynamics much better. Our mission is about bringing the best to the table and helping people to find what their best is. Integrated will walk beside that individual and that family to provide stability and safety. Get the facts every hour at the top of the hour with CBS News Radio on Classic Hits 97 and 97.1 FM WATH. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. I-N-E-P-T. N-F-T-E-C. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Coach, your NF Tech football team played its home opener and also conference opener this past weekend and I'm just wondering what kind of game it was. Well, it was a fine ball game. You know, we went out there and played a real fine ball game. I'm real proud of the way the Oysters conducted themselves on the field just like gentlemen. They were a real fine ball game on offense, and our defensive team played a real fine ball game, and our special teams gave a real fine effort out there. And, of course, I want to point out to all the fans that them boys from over to Cinema State played a real fine ball game. So what all the fans seen when everything was all over, said and done with, was a fine ball game. Well, did that combination of fine play on your part result in your first victory of the season? Well, no. I'm real disappointed to point out to all of our fans that uh, the home opener was has been just the same as all the home openers dating all the way back to ever since 1937. We come out on the short end of the score, but I do want to point out that the score was not indicative of the way that we played. And what was that score, Coach? Well, I, I believe it was uh, 84 and zip. You were telling me on our preview program 84 on and zip and uh, we was a zip and they was 84 
You were telling me on Friday when we were talking about the game plan that you did have a, a good game plan for this contest. What went wrong? Well, that's right. You know, uh, we do have a real fine game plan every week, and, and, and it seemed like the boys never go out there and follow the game plan. It seemed like if they go out there and follow the game plan, and we'd come up with a victory, and, and that's what happened. They didn't follow the game plan. You know, we had ourselves a lights, camera, action, a three keys to victory game plan, and none of them went right. We'll get into that a little bit more right now. Back with Coach Turf after we pause for this message. And the Coach Archer Show brought to you by the very proud Howard Septic Organization. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I did it wrong again. There we go. Coach Turf, we were talking about the game plan for the Cinema State game, and you had a good three-pronged game plan, but uh, it did not work out well. well. That's right. Not only that, there was three parts to it, and none of them worked. We had lights, camera, action, our three keys to victory, and, and for the lights part of it, you know, them boys over at the Cinema State are used to being matinee folks playing their ball games in the afternoon, so we figured we'd change them up, play the ball game under the lights, play it at night, and hoping all the lights would work. And when we went and throwed the switch for the lights, none of them come on. So we called upon our fans that come to the ball game that night to get in their cars and surround the stadium with their lights on in their cars so we could have some lights for the ball game. And, of course, now the reason for this here program is for all the fans to find out about our show and our program and support our team. And not enough of them come to the ball game last night, and I do want to uh, chastise our fans for that because when they lined up their cars around the field and turned their lights on, they wasn't enough of them on our end. It was dark on our end. Well, what about the other two parts, Coach, of your game plan? Well, the camera part of it, they had all the cameras on their side. You know, they was taking all the pictures. We wanted to save it. And, of course, on the action part, we wanted to initiate the action. But what happened was they initiated all the action by scoring all the touchdowns. They, they scored 12 of them. And, of course, now in the annals of inept tech football, that'll mean that we lost to Cinema State by a dirty dozen. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Some things just never change. And perhaps that's a good thing. It's a Monday, folks. <laughs> March 15th, the date. We got a free-for-all today. We've got, um, let's see, later this week, we've got uh, both the mayor and uh, Chris Schmiel from uh, Athens County Commissioners uh, on our show. I don't know if um, um, we'll have any.
have any other guests or not. I'm, I've got to get to work on that. I've been busy on some other projects. But um, those are two good ones anyway. Steve Patterson and Chris Schmiel. Two different shows. All right. Well, March 15th, as I said, this is National Napping Day. I don't know. As I've gotten older, and particularly in the last year or two, this whole concept of napping has become far more <laughs> important, I swear. Um, I don't know, you, you, Scott, I thought Scott was right behind me, but he <laughs> left the, bu- the, the, the building. <laughs> left, well, he left the room. Anyway. Scott has left the building. What, saying, what did I miss? I was talking about as as you get older, and particularly for me in the last year or so, uh, today's National Napping Day. Oh, yeah. And I find myself um, napping. Um, I, I find you napping, too. Well, now, let's not go too far. There. <laughs> uh, there's been one or two instances. But uh, anyway. Um Go ahead. You find yourself napping, and well, I I think it comes with age, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. And um, are you a napper? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. You know, I said something about National Napping Day this morning, and uh, especially after the time change, you know, yesterday morning. Yeah. Well. That, that, didn't, that didn't affect me at all. That, yeah, I just wonder if it affects other people. I mean, you know, time change. Some people say, I've had people tell me it takes them a week to get yes, used I've, to I've heard that too. time changes. You know, either way, back or forward. But My, uh, my get-up schedule is <clears throat> a different daily, um, so my go-to-bed schedule is different daily so it doesn't uh, clobber me like it might some others who just have a very rigid yeah schedule so you're kind of like all over the place going to bed yeah. getting up whichever did uh speaking of getting out of bed did you get up at 2 a.m. Sunday morning no sir like we mentioned on Friday i that- well all of our clocks in the house <laughs> pretty much reset on their own oh cool they're uh, like like these up here, these atomic clocks. Oh yeah, and your cell phone resets on its own. And um, I think there were um, three clocks that needed to be tweaked, and one is an old fashioned, you know, with the pendulum. Yep. Um, and the chimes at the top of the hour and all that. And anyway, and I got into Pat's car yesterday, and two buttons I had to push, and it was fixed. Yep. You know. Yep. Now, you know, this morning, I'm not sure I fixed my own car. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to double check. You might be an hour ahead or or, uh, when you go somewhere. I am too early. I'll come back in an hour. Yeah, see you in an hour. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, anyway, National Napping Day. Yeah. Uh, everything you think is wrong day. Now, Why? I think I could read that better. Yeah. Everything you think is wrong day. That's That makes more sense, I guess. Except I don't want it to be. 
Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's some staff members that think that way about me. <laughs> um, oh, well. Oh, well, yeah. Yep. That's National Shoe the World Day. I guess they're saying that for those that are not inclined to wear shoes or don't have shoes. Yeah. it. We should give them shoes. Yeah. Shines light on the value of a good pair of shoes for millions of people around the world. Now it goes, this goes on to say each day over 500 million children, teens, and adults do not have a pair of shoes to wear. How many? 500 million. Holy cow. People. Yeah. That's, um, see, there's, uh, let me get this straight in my head here. Seven billion population? Yeah. But 7. There's, 8, there's, something like that? There's 331 million people living in the U.S. What was your count? 500 million. So more children than the entire population of the nation. Children, teens, and adults. Oh, That that includes. Oh, okay. All ages. Yeah, everyone. Well, there's certainly a lot. I mean, I'm a sandals guy in the summer, right? Anyway, the point is... Um, surely most of those have to be in places where you don't have cold. That would be interesting to dig into. Yeah, I I would say that's probably a fair statement. Yeah. Well, anyway, so National Shoe the World Day. I don't know what this next one is. National Pears, Helen, or Helene Day. Ooh, that is a dessert. I think it's a French dessert where you poach some pears in some sugary water with some vanilla extract or vanilla bean, making get them a little bit soft, and then you add chocolate syrup or a sauce, whatever you desire. After you take them out of the pan, let them take them out of the pan, put them in a dish, add chocolate sauce over top of them, and vanilla ice cream. It's a dessert. Wow. Sounds pretty tasty. I like pears. Over 3,000 types of pears exist in the world. 95% of the U.S. pears come from the states of Washington, Oregon, in Northern California. Well, I like pears as well. I like them ripe. Um, and there's nothing quite as good as a tree-ripened pear. Mm. Now, of course, back east here, uh, we don't get so many of those. Uh, they have to cut them off early and let them ripen as they're en route to us. But uh, still, pretty good. Yeah, um, pretty tasty. But Pears Helene, I have not had that. Hey, you might have to try it sometime. Sounds pretty tasty. 
will suggest it to my friends out at uh, Pleasant Hill. There you go. Okay, and then the final thing, National Kansas Day, the state of Kansas. As we go through the course of the year, you know, every the 50 states or whatever each have a day. Today is Kansas. I don't know. I don't remember ever seeing a, a National Ohio Day. Do you? Oh, I think so. Well, you can look it up. Yeah, I'm going going to right now. Oh, it's November second. I, I I thought there was such. Okay, let's see here. Which let's start with this report over here. Okay. So uh, this is uh, today in history, and I have another report that's entitled "On This Day in History." And I bring these both in on free for all days. Um, Scott uses today in history, that particular report, uh, nearly every morning to some degree. Anyway, today is Monday. It is March 15th, 74th day of the year. 291 days uh, remain in the future. For the year, that is. Not in our future. (laughs) We anticipate going a little further than that. Um, let's see, the highlight in history um, on this report says that on March 15th, 1965, LBJ, the president at the time, Lyndon Baines Johnson, wasn't it Baines? Yes. Yes. Addressing a joint session of Congress called for new legislation to guarantee every American's right to vote. And the result of that was the passage of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. What am I missing here? I thought Americans all had the right far before 1965. I'm wondering the same. Um... Are they saying a certain um, ethnic group didn't have the same rights? Are they saying a certain gender? Oh, yes. That's that's what it is. Are they saying... Um, it, it was aimed to overcome legal barriers at the state and local levels that prevented African Americans from ex- exercising their right to vote as guaranteed under the 15th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Okay, but the 15th Amendment occurred what year, roughly? Oh. I mean, so what had come along along the way that hindered it? Other than people's... Let's see. Personal feelings. 15th Amendment was... Ratified on February 3rd, 1870. Yeah, yeah. So between 1870 and 1965, what could happen to prevent someone from being able to vote? Well, they're implying the color of their skin for first, right? Isn't that what they just said? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
How can someone do that? The 15th Amendment, back in 18-whatever it was, said you can't do that. 1870. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get that either. Well, anyway, it did improve in 1965 with the Voting Rights Act, LBJ. I can't imagine it's still a problem. I mean, we had problems with the election that just occurred in the sense of people saying, oh, it's rigged and <coughs> um, not all the votes were counted. and Some were counted, some twice, were added. Yeah, Computer program was inserted to change votes. And I just... Um, it really troubled me. Because, well, it just did. All right, let's move on. Other things that happened on this date. In 44 B.C., the Roman dictator Julius Caesar was assassinated by a group of nobles that included Brutus and Cassius. It's a long time ago. Yeah. In 1493, Italian explorer Christopher Columbus arrived back in the Spanish harbor of Palos de la Frontera two months after concluding his first voyage to the Western Hemisphere, or what is today North America. In 1820, Maine, the state of Maine, became a state. In fact, it became our 23rd state. Um, have you experienced Maine much? I have not. I highly recommend it. Are you a seafood guy? Not much. Some I like. Maybe if you went there, you'd become one. Could be. There is such a world of difference between the freshest stuff and... Some from the store, something like that. Yeah, you have to be careful because some places really do work hard to get it in fresh, even though they're far away from it. Um... Well, Maine is amazing. I I highly recommend it to you. All right, let's see here. Let's keep going. I think another state you mentioned, too, that it is intriguing to me is Vermont. Oh, my, yes. Absolutely. When I think of Vermont, I don't know, maybe other people do, I think of maple syrup fresh oh, from the trees. Of course, of course. <laughs> But, I tell you what. Tell me. Local maple syrup is yummy. It is. 
really good. Um, but they they sure do produce a lot of it. Uh, okay, my fu- my funnest 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 yes just, most fun. It's now a legal word because I said it. Word of the day. Okay. My funnest story about Vermont. Well, first of all, they get a lot of weather. Okay. Snow and so on. So, if you own a map, you know, like a atlas in your car or something or your GPS um, Vermont has some roads that's a good thing but far better than their roads and their maps are their um, snow what do you, what's the snow machine called um, I don't know. I was just called a snowblower, a snow machine, no, snow no. making machine. No, no, this you travel on it. Oh, the uh, with the uh, tracks, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. I suddenly have I'm at a loss for the name, yeah, me too. But anyway, the um, they have far better transportation system for those on those snow machines. You talking they, about a snowmobile? Yes, there okay. we go. I just um, thought of it. Thank you. <laughs> then they do for cars. And you you drive up to um, um, just your local restaurant. Like, say you were going out to Shade Restaurant, yeah. right? Okay. And you lived out in Albany and uh, or farther. And there's this trails, and there's intersections, and maps, and everything, and even GPS for snowmobiles. Oh, cool. Okay. And when you get to uh, the restaurant that you chose, for example, Shade or something, there would be 50 snowmobiles lined up there, parked just like we park cars, right? It's their most common form of transportation during the winter months. It's amazing. Just amazing. Yeah, I bet it is compared to something we don't see here. Yeah. We do have a caller. Good morning. Good morning. Jesus, the show's about halfway over, and you haven't even talked about Bobcats winning the MAC championship. We're yeah, get, well, we're getting well, to it. we assumed that. No, I couldn't believe it. Russ Eisenstein was just out of his. Voice, yes, about it. It was. I've listened to the last part of the game, and he was just. And I guess when was the last time this happened? When, when the coach was one of the members of the team, twenty twelve. No, Jeff wasn't a member of that team. He was. Oh. He played back in the late night or uh, mid to late nineties. Okay. With Gary Trent, Gino Ford, and that group. Okay. That was the year of DJ Cooper and those guys. But if you wanted to get excited, you had to listen to the last part of that game. <laughs> I, I thought crazy. he was going to no, fall out of the booth. They're all sitting in the convo the watching this thing on their tremathon or whatever that thing is. And the game's up in Cleveland, huh? Yes. It was, a, it was kind of confusing there. He says, well, and I guess they had students come in to the convo, huh? They were allowed to have them. I, I don't know what was allowed. 
That was amazing, Lois. Yeah, I think they allowed some in. Okay. And now we're going to the NCAA and all that stuff. Indianapolis. Yeah. yeah. They're doing uh, using different uh, arenas in and around the Indianapolis area and having one concentrated area for the basketball co- uh, college championships. Kind of different. And Ohio State almost won. But they're going to NCAA too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or something like that. It was, yeah, that was an exciting game too. Oh, it yeah. was an overtime and everything. Well, yeah. Ohio State was playing without one of their best players too, Kyle Young. He got a sustained a concussion. Uh, I think it was on Friday, so he didn't play Saturday either, and he was out for yesterday's game too. Then they brought in the they're saying the new guy Dwayne Washington or something like yep. that. Yep. He, he pulled out 30-some points and became another star. Yeah, he played his heart out that whole tournament. But, uh, whoa, we've got some excitement going on here. <laughs> and, and and Palmer's got both of his flu shots, so I guess he gets to go see his grandchildren. The world is good. Well, I hope so. Yes. <laughs> and I know you were a nice guy yesterday, and you cut your grass and your neighbor's grass and then you did something that concerned me. You filtered your uh, tractor or whatever that thing is. Filtered? Well, the motor was still running. Aren't you supposed to shut it off? Oh, no. I don't know what you're talking about. I Your, your lawnmower. Yeah. I didn't do anything while it was running. I did refill it of gas several times. Oh, yeah, I guess I did fill it once while it was running. No, they tell us at the gas station, turn off your engine. Yeah, well. Then, oh, I what don't do want you to know? go blasting in the neighborhood here. Mm. Anyway, I um, the big project yesterday was aerating the yards. Oh, is that what you were doing? Yeah. Putting those little holes in it. Yep. So. Um, it does look nice. Dean, uh, Grace's son-in-law, and, and myself worked on the yards. Oh, is that why it looks always so nice? You aerated. So anyway. Well, go Bobcats. Yes, indeed. Thank let's you. See yes. How, let's see how far we can get okay. the NCAA. Okay. Well, uh, let's, let's just go to that topic for a moment, uh, Scott. Let's do it. Fill it. Uh, the Ohio Bobcats, MAC champions of the tournament. Now they went in as a number five seed. Yeah, and they win the whole thing. They beat uh, number two seed Buffalo. Uh, it, it, I the, for me the game was over in the first five minutes. Uh, Bobcats built a huge lead, and then uh, Buffalo made a big comeback in the second half. And uh, but they never really. I don't think they got it under ten points. The lead, so the Bobcats held on. And I'll tell you, Jason Preston is impressive. And I, in my opinion, that young man could declare for the NBA uh, draft. Uh, he's that good. Uh, the Illinois coach, who who they won the Big Ten tournament yesterday, uh, had nothing but praise for Jason Preston when the Bobcats played at Illinois earlier in the season. Now, remember, the Bobcats only lost by two points to Illinois in Illinois' gym. So, uh, Jason Preston was fantastic that game. Uh, ben Vanderplass, uh, 
he, he couldn't miss yesterday, it seemed like. Uh, and uh, Saturday, I, I guess it was. But uh, just a great team effort. Dwight Wilson was just a force under the boards, rebounding and scoring uh, points off of re- offensive rebounds. Uh, so just a, a great team effort. And uh, Coach Bowles, uh, congratulations to you. He's turned that program around, really, in one year. And uh, I I just speculation here on my point, but being involved in athletics and sports as long as I've been, and there are going to be some big schools come calling for uh, Coach Bowles' services, and it's going to be hard for him to turn his back on an opportunity that coaches, quite frankly, they all they want to do. And I'm looking at a couple Big Ten schools that may be interested in hiring him as coach. But I, you know, as much as we like to keep good coaches here, this it doesn't happen. Um, I mean, that's just keeping it real. So I look for him to be pursued after this season, uh, depending on how far they go in the tournament. Um, but definitely if they have another good year next year, uh, again, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't see him staying here uh, for more than maybe after this season or you know next season, depending on how it goes. Uh, but that's what happens. You have success. Other uh, schools look at you, you know, the bigger programs. And, you know, it's, it's not a surprise when coaches do this, but, you know, the bigger schools, bigger, <clears throat> excuse me, recruiting budgets, uh, you know, the salaries are better. They can help their assistant coaches salary-wise. Um, so, anyway, that's just a kind of a sidebar to the Bobcats winning the tournament. But they were impressive. I mean, they played Buffalo, who I think were the two hottest teams going into the tournament. And uh, Buffalo knocked out Toledo – or did the Bobcats knock out Toledo? I think the Bobcats did. And so now they're in the tournament. They play – uh, I believe it is Saturday at 7.15, and they will play where Indiana University is located. Uh, they're in Bloomington, so it's not actually in Indianapolis. Well, I'm, all these facilities they're using this year are in that vicinity. General, yes. Yeah, correct. Yes. Um, also, Hinkle Fieldhouse is being used in Indianapolis, the home of Butler University. So the Bobcats play on True TV at 7.15 now, Saturday night. what is True TV? True TV is like a spin. For me, it's like a spinoff of TBS, Turner Broadcasting. Okay, I mean, do we have access to it? Oh, yeah. It's it's right near the TBS channel. Is, is it, do you have to pay extra for no, it? No. Okay. It's usually within, the, if you get TBS, you'll get True TV. Okay. So it's right. The channel is right near there, depending on which service you have, whether you have cable or satellite. But it's pretty close right there. So all these games are going to be on different channels, you know, like uh, True TV, TBS, CBS, uh, TNT. So you, you'll we'll get all of those. Okay. So we'll be able to see the Bobcats uh, Saturday night. So go Bobcats now. What time's that game? Seven fifteen. Saturday night. So we'll have the live action with Russ and Rob if Russ has his voice back by then. <laughs> we'll have them on usually pregames about a half hour. Did he really lose his voice? He was getting a little, uh, little hoarse there, a little raspy. 
<laughs> he has a great voice, but um, you know, if you if you abuse it because you're overly out of it, you know, uh, it can get rough too. Yeah, but uh, the, the, you it's know, a great call. Now the Ohio State Buckeyes will go on to congratulate them again. They they were playing without one of their best players yesterday. Uh, they lost to Illinois, I think, by three points in overtime. They got they were behind by 17 points at one time and made a furious comeback, tied it up. They actually went ahead a couple times, but uh, they finished runner up in the Big Ten. They got a number two seed. Now, what's what's the name of their announcer? Paul Keels. My oh my! Yeah, he is good. He's really good. And talk about pipes. Yeah. I listened to him and uh, Ronnie Stokes. The expression pipes, folks, uh, is kind of, it's a broadcast term really meaning ultra deep voice. Yeah. And, um, but he he has that with excitement. He's very good. Yes, he is really good. I listened to he and Ronnie Stokes uh, on the radio while I'm watching the game. Now, I know the radio calls about seven seconds ahead of the TV broadcast, but I don't care. I mean, those those guys are that good to listen to. So I watch that and so listen to those guys. Paul's not radio? Paul's on radio, yes. Oh, well, then. I turn the radio on. Oh, and, and I, watch TV. Correct. I, I turn down it. the sound on the TV. I get it. I get it. Uh, just like the Bobcats game, too. But, uh, incidentally, the Bobcats play a number four seed in the University of Virginia uh, Saturday night. So UVA. UVA. Going to be a tough game for the Bobcats. They're going to be underdogs, but I don't think they really care. So go Bobcats. Uh, Ohio State plays at 3 o'clock Friday afternoon, and the Buckeyes play Oral Roberts University, which is a number uh, 15 seed. There are 16 seeds in the tournament. So I'm going to change the topic tremendously. So let me let folks know the game's on CBS, the, the Ohio State game at 3 p.m. Friday afternoon. Um, but, but it's related to this sort of. Okay. Um, I'm a very social guy. I love meeting up with friends for dinner, for a glass of wine, whatever. Right, um, and for several years now, a certain night of the week we went to a certain place, and another night it was another certain place. Uh, I think it was Wednesday of last week. Maybe it was Thursday, but in any case, uh, a small group that this larger, a small bunch of this larger group that we would meet with regularly met out at Pleasant Hill. And we had dinner and wine. And I can't tell you the emotions of after a year's absence Uh, everybody at that table had had their shots. 
Um, nobody at that table had gotten ill. They had all been socially responsible for themselves as well as anyone they would come in contact with. But literally, I actually, and I'm not a sobby sort of guy, there was a moment where I was kind of taken with the conversation and I teared up. It was so nice to be back together again. And um, folks, please continue to be cautious. Continue to know this thing is going to get better. And I'm inclined to say almost rapidly better. So let's talk about this thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, as we've mentioned before, you know, in a year's time, over a year's time, once we get on the other side of this and you have that experience with your gathering there too of kind of moving into that just a bit. The first figure I'm going to mention is uh, not what I normally do. It's going to be vaccinations. Athens County, as of yesterday, 18.3% of us have been vaccinated. The state of Ohio, um, oh, I'm missing that figure, I'm sorry. I must have napped off last night <laughs> while doing this. <laughs> Okay. Speaking of National Napping Day. Yeah. <laughs> the vaccinations for the, our nation, 31.9%. That's an extraordinarily good number. Worldwide, but remember, this, this, this thing hasn't hit worldwide. So that number is um, almost 5%. But um, 18.3% here in Athens County. Um, well, um, keep it up, Athens, and everywhere else, too. Now, what about the... Um, the other stuff. So in Athens, as of yesterday, by the way, the the information that we received uh, about Athens and Ohio was a bit limited on the weekends. They they've said now they're going to do a great job Monday through Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays in delivering this data. But finally, they're backing off a little bit on weekends, which I understand. But in any, any case, we have had um, I believe four um, 4,697 cases in Athens. 
139 of them are active. Uh, some of these numbers don't always um, make sense. 42,095, uh, not 42,000, 4,295 have recovered. Eleven thousand five fifty five have received a vaccination, and we've had fifty deaths in our county. State of Ohio. Here we go. Uh, there have been 989,181 cases. nine. But 916,000 have recovered. So 989,000 caught it. 916,000 have recovered. So presently we have active 72,000. 7,000 are in an ICU situation. Uh, we believe 43,000 are in some other hospital situation. And then 21,000, I'm ra really rounding these off this time, are recovering at their homes. Statewide. There have been 18,000 deaths. Okay, U.S. We have 331 million people living in our nation. Thirty million, so 10%, roughly, just shy of 10%. 30 million have caught it. Of the 30 million that have caught it, 546,000 died. Seven thousand three hundred and eighty-five. I'm sorry, seven million and three hundred and eighty-five thousand are active cases, and twenty-two million have recovered. Once again, I'm repeating another figure I said earlier, and that is thirty million people have received the shots. Nationwide. Okay. That's that's all I'm going to do with that report today because um, some of the weekend information now is being delayed to be added on Mondays. That's true of uh, the state of Ohio as well as um, Athens County. as things settle down just a bit. 
Okay, let's see here. So, you know, we have news conferences, right? Particularly presidential news conferences. Did you know that the first so-called news conference occurred in 1913 on this date? I did not. We haven't had a presidential conference or a news conference yet from the current president. Well, what do you you mean when he gets walks down the hall and gives that speech? No, that's not a news conference. I'm I'm talking about when he takes questions, like goes in the okay. the, the press room at the White House. I don't think there's. Yeah, I know there hasn't been one yet. Well, I'll have to look that up. I would challenge that just a bit. But anyway. Okay. I'm pretty, fairly on, certain. On this date in 1913, President Woodrow Wilson met with about 100 reporters for what later became recognized as the first formal presidential press conference. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor, Richard Burton. I thought they were cool. Yeah. Cool couple. What was that show I liked? It was a movie. They were both in it. The Shadow of Your Love. Isn't that it? Um, Could be. I think it was. Okay. Great music with it. Anyway, she married... Uh, Richard Burton, on this date in 1964 in Montreal. Now, this was her fifth marriage, his second. Ten years later, they divorced, but remarried a year later, and then divorced again a year after that. (laughs) It's kind of on again, off again, and on again, off again. (laughs) Um, Does he count as one, or... Number three and five, one, three, five, and whichever. Just, what difference does it make? Yeah, that's true. Um, None. I they they did. I had one project where I was remotely involved with a show they were doing, and from everything I could see, they were very into each other even though evidently they had some troubles along the way. All right. They also did a film called Divorce His, Divorce Hers. Speaking of. Did you look up the film, The Shadow of Your Smile? Wasn't that them? Uh, I'm looking up the Elizabeth Taylor Richard Burton movies, but I'm going to look up that one, The Shadow of Your Smile. I think so. That great music. The Shadow of Your Smile. It's a song by Tony Bennett. Well, yeah. It's, it was done for the show. Hmm. Well, while, we, while we're waiting, uh, we only have a couple minutes. I'll bring on this caller. Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, I, Friday I tried to call, but I uh, saw my first Robin Friday. Yes. Yeah, I love it. That means it ain't going to be too much longer. It'll be warmer weather. Well, I spent most of the weekend getting bird feeders ready and loaded and out, and we have seen already quite a few. 
Yeah, I'm glad. I'm tired of this weather. <laughs> well, I you am turn, too. You turn 39, stuff happens, <laughs> you don't like it no more, you know? <laughs> yes. Have you made 39 already? And holding, and holding, I've been holding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> well... The only problem today, Don, is I've only got a minute and a half left. I, well, I just, I'm sorry. That's all right. Chronic bronchitis and this weather don't get along. I just wanted to tell you about the robin, that's all. Glad, glad for the report. Yes. Yeah, y'all have a great day. Thank Take you, care, Don. Don. Take care of yourself. Did you, did you confirm? Yes, the movie was The Sandpiper. That's it. That's it. I'm sorry. Shadow of your smile, Sandpiper. Yeah. I remember it well. Oh, well, yeah, I was very uh, taken with that film, which doesn't happen to me too often. <laughs> okay, well, we have all these histori historic uh, dates, like, like Andrew Jackson's birthday, Ivana Ligoria, St. Nicholas, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Dmitry uh, Paul... Paul Yakov, but really not the time to do this. Julius Caesar, even, died on this date in uh, 44 B.C. But, eh, Julius Caesar, who was he? Um, <laughs> folks, um, we'll do this better, I hope, tomorrow. <laughs> You're going to have to cue up your music again tomorrow. Yeah, we had some great... Uh, you got it, yeah. You had a great tune lined up there. Yeah, but we ran out of time. Yeah. Um, folks, uh, be careful out there. Stay socially um, distanced till we get a little bit farther down the road on this thing, okay? And um, get in line for your uh, vaccines. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH! This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. From one awards show into the next. The morning after the Grammys were handed out, Oscar nominations are in. Two women are nominated for Best Director for the very first time. <laughs> Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. My husband worked at the USG Mine. And Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Both are up for Best Picture along with Judas and the Black Messiah, Sound of Metal, Minari, The Father, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Mank. Watch those stairs. Which picked up the most nominations nominations of the day, a total of 10. The Oscars will be held Sunday, April 25th. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. Another Oscar standout, Netflix. It has 35 nominations. Last year, it had the most of any streamer with 24. They're getting back to a new normal in L.A. Movies, gyms, and restaurants are reopening. This woman has today's meal plan all set. We already know that we're going to definitely go to Gus's Barbecue in South Pasadena because we love that place and they've been closed forever. New York City is remembering its first COVID death one year ago. 